Hello, this is Daniel Tompkins, and thank you for joining in to podcast number five. Great to have you back. Today, we're going to be talking about reflux and silent reflux. If you could subscribe to this podcast, it would be very much appreciated. And at the end, if you feel like giving me a little review, that would be equally amazing. Don't forget, after this podcast, go and uh, head over to the new vocal coaching website, which is www.daniel-tompkins.com. Get your name down on the mailing list and you can subscribe there to get hold of a new ebook that I've recently put together uh, on the seven biggest mistakes that I think singers make. There are lots of us out there that suffer with uh, reflux and we don't even know it. It's a very uncomfortable and vocally damaging condition. Uh, and it happens when a small valve between the stomach and the esophagus leaks. And this causes stomach acid to overflow from the stomach. And then it creeps up the esophagus into the back of your mouth. And eventually will make its way onto your vocal cords. Now, it's a lot more common in people than you might think. And you can end up with things like feeling like you've got a lump in the throat, general hoarseness excess mucus and heartburn. Now the problem for singers uh, with reflux is that when this acid eventually does make its way onto your vocal cords it's going to burn them, dry them out, you're going to get a sore throat and also you're going to get inflammation. So this can actually lead to even worse things like uh, the vocal condition laryngitis. Now laryngitis is a, is a very nasty thing where you can lose your voice completely. And for a professional singer to, to lose your voice, it can be a huge setback. I mean, I've had it before, and it's taken me anywhere between four and six weeks to get my voice back to performing and recording standard. Now, for people like myself that have suffered with silent reflux, you would have noticed that we didn't suffer or we don't suffer with uh, the typical symptoms of reflux, like heartburn. Now, that's not to say that you don't feel that when you've got silent reflux, but it is less prominent in silent reflux uh, to feel heartburn. Uh, we only tend to sense the annoyance of you know a sore, dry throat, typically in the morning, uh, along with things like bad breath and you know maybe too much mucus in the throat. I remember in the past that I I would blame these symptoms on other things such as you know coughs and colds, age and you know general lack of fitness. But I do remember waking up every morning over a period of six to eight months just wondering why I had such a sore throat. The way that I would combat this is by getting in the shower every morning. Now steam is a great way of neutralizing uh, the throat and dislodging any mucus and getting rid of it. As well as relaxing the muscles in your throat. So I would get out of the shower and I would feel great. So I just kind of thought, well, that's just part of me. It's part of who I am. I'll just get up every morning, have a shower and then continue my day. But I was ignoring quite an important sign. I mean, that kept on going for six to eight months. And it wasn't until the very end of this period where I just thought to myself, there's something not right here because I shouldn't be feeling like this. Um, so what I did is I, I called up a friend of mine who's actually a doctor. Um, and I explained to him that I was actually experiencing another symptom um, and despite drinking loads and loads of water I couldn't get rid of it and it was the sensation of having a lump in my throat when I swallowed. It felt like whenever I did 
whatever I was swallowing had to like bypass around a lump in my throat. Um, so it kind of worried me, uh, as it would anybody. You know, what is it? So I told this to a friend and he basically said it sounded like a condition called globus. Um, and he explained that that is, in essence, the sensation of feeling a lump in the throat when there isn't anything there at all. And that's often caused by reflux. So what I did is I went to see a specialist. Um, I went to my local GP to begin with and you know explained the issues with it and the fact that I was a professional singer and I needed to get, you know, get get this sorted so i was referred to um an ear nose and throat specialist at my local hospital after having a consultation what happened was um he referred me for an endoscopy um so when i returned again i had a uh, a camera up my nose and down the back of my throat and for a good 30 minutes to you know uh, three quarters of an hour I, I sat there watching my voice in its natural environment uh, on a on a TV monitor. Now, for a for a vocal coach, that is priceless. I mean, you you don't get that every day because our, our voices are internal, so you know we we can't see them. As I sat there, the doctor pointed out a number of different things, and I could also see this on the TV monitor as well. Um, but there are lots of uh, stringy beads of mucus in the throat. Now, I couldn't feel this at all. I could only see it. Um, so that was the proof that it was there. Um, and the tissues in the walls of my throat and around the vocal cords were red and inflamed. So this was a really clear sign that something wasn't quite right. The doctor pretty much there and then did say to me that I was suffering with reflux. And because of the problems that I was having, how I didn't have the symptoms of heartburn and couldn't feel it, that it was more than likely silent reflux. So what was happening is that my lifestyle habits were were pretty bad. I was eating, you know, late at night, then going to sleep on an active stomach. So the acids would creep up my esophagus as I slept and tip over the top of my epiglottis and irritate my vocal cords so that when I woke up in the morning, I had all of the symptoms giving me grief. The whole experience really did give me a massive insight into this and um, I've had a lot of students come into me with similar issues. Um, you know, people that are worried that they can sense something in their throat and they want to go check it out with the doctor and that's what I say to them straight away. But it is a common condition, so you know, don't worry too much if you do have these symptoms. Just go and see a specialist, get some advice on it. If you do have it though, there are some very easy things you can do to get rid of it, just by changing certain lifestyle habits. So I have a list of nine things to consider. Um, I'll take you through them one by one very, very quickly. Uh, here we go. So the first one is really to try avoiding spicy, acidic and fatty foods, because these are going to cause you some issues in the tummy. You're going to get excess acid produced when you eat these types of foods. Another thing is to reduce your alcohol and caffeine intake. And don't forget that with fizzy drinks as well, carbonated fizzy drinks nearly always have some level of caffeine in them, especially energy drinks as well. So try and keep your intake as, as pure as possible. Try having smaller but more frequent meals so you're not just having one big meal at the end of the day that's going to take your stomach into overdrive to try and digest it eat smaller things throughout the day your stomach isn't going to be working as hard 
The next one, try not to fall asleep on food. This is probably one of the biggest ones, um, the, ma- the main culprit really for this. You're supposed to give yourself around three to four hours before you go to sleep without eating. Because if you do eat before you go to bed, your stomach is active. And with you laying down horizontally on the bed, it's very easy for stomach acid to flow up your esophagus. And it will creep up over the top of that epiglottis onto your vocal cords. Think about the type of clothing you wear. I always wear tight jeans. It's a very fashionable thing. has been for quite a while now. But... Having put a little bit of weight on, maybe my jeans were a bit too tight. Um, and I'm sure that can happen for a lot of people wearing belts and things like this. It's just going to tighten up the stomach. And again, it's, it really isn't going to help. Especially anything tight around the waist, try and avoid if you are suffering with these symptoms and see if it makes a difference. Try not to exercise straight after a meal. Um, that's pretty obvious really, but you are churning the stomach around as you bounce around if you're running and jogging or cycling. And again, that really isn't going to help. Quit smoking. Well, there are plenty of health benefits as well with that one. So any smokers out there, now's the time to quit. Okay, I know it's going to take a lot of motivation and a lot of willpower, but you can do it. Number eight, being overweight puts pressure on the stomach. So if you are, now's the time again to motivate yourself and start to get fit. Okay, start getting into a fitness regime. We've already spoken about it. In the, previous, uh, in the previous blog, now's the time to give it a go. And the last one is being stressed. If you're stressed in any way, whether it's physical or uh, mental and emotional, that is going to make a big difference to the way that your body uh, reacts to processing food and, and reflux. So just make sure that you take all efforts to manage your stress levels talk it through with people if you've got an issue of any kind speak to your friends and family find a way of releasing any pent-up tension and stress and again fitness physical activity sport uh, anything like that are great ways of of getting rid of stress so we're at the end of podcast number five and we're going to do something a little bit different what i'd like you to do is to think of some questions you might want to ask me and send them in to me at dan at daniel-tompkins.com with the subject line podcast question. And what I'll do is go through the questions, pick out the best ones and do my very best to answer them on a separate podcast. Finally, don't forget, please subscribe to the website, which is www.daniel-tompkins.com. Get the free ebook that's out there at the minute. Review this podcast for me if you wouldn't mind. I'd really appreciate it. And also do subscribe to the podcast as well. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. And I look forward to the next one. Speak soon. Later.